Yo, 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 a former WWE superstar and Hall of Fame pro wrestler, Tony Ricca. Yo, 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 it is for everyone. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Yeah, we have the best gaming podcast. You know what it is? Yo, it's the Game Fix Podcast. Oh, yeah, yo, 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 the Game Fix Podcast. It's the one I listen to for the best and for all my gaming news. Oh, yeah, yo, Game Fix Podcast. Get there. Yo, yo, yo. Spider-Man here. Hey, what's up? This is Dave Fenoy. Hey, guys, this is Ashley Birch. This is Master Daniel Pessina. You're listening to the Game Fix Podcast. Welcome to Game Fix Podcast. And you're listening to the Game Fix Show. I listen to the Game Fix Show, you know, to make me feel better about myself, about the world. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go crazy! Let's go crazy! edition of the Game Fix Podcast. I am Spanish. And I am Verlaine. Check out our website, GameFixShow.com. Make sure to check out our weekly stream of our weekly recorded podcast right here. If you are not, Facebook.com slash GameFixShow. What? Who was that, dude? That, that was Tony Ricca. He's a former WWE superstar. Where did we get that from? Uh, actually, one of our Patreons uh, got that for us through Cameo. Uh, Bocephus, big shout out. Thank you so much. <laughs> So cool. That was just so cool. Thank you for thinking of us. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that was just funny, and I just kind of had to have fun with that. Uh, please follow us on our, all of our social medias. Just follow us at Game Fix Show. It's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can follow us on all of those platforms. We really, really do appreciate it. Now, um, it's, it's kind of a big show. I, I can tell you what's coming up. Uh, you know, GDC is, is canceled. There's some, uh, there, maybe a new Star Wars game on the way. Also, uh, is... Uh, Playing rock, paper, scissors the right way to settle uh, a actual like esports game. We, we have to get, we'll get into that later. Uh, but for now, for now, uh, we have we have a special guest on the show. And trust me, we are ecstatic to have him on the show. Uh, uh, he is the voice of <laughs> he is the voice of Baptiste. Uh, from Overwatch, uh, he is Ben's Antoine. Ben's, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. I see you guys already up to your tricks up there. I heard a little background music over there. I need an explanation on that. Okay, so your background music that you're listening to is uh, from a, uh, uh, I would, I, is it 90s or 80s? I don't even know exactly the the the, the year it came out. Uh, but the the uh, group is called uh, Defreshman, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and it it so happened to have well our guest you in it. It, 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 let's just start there because I don't know if a lot of our Overwatch fans uh, know that you are actually a a rapper. Man, I might ha- I might have to re-release that album now <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> Explain. Let, yeah. t- let's talk about that real quick, and then we'll move on to some 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 more fun stuff. Uh, tell yeah, us tell us I about mean, like that. R- the rapping, I mean that that's where I started. You know, that's where I started on the microphone. And, um, I, I mean, I never knew that's what, that's what was going to prepare me for my overwatch experience, but that's basically what it turned out to be. So it was a, it was a very short rapping career. It was one album, uh, one video. And I realized, okay, 
this is uh, this is great, but this is not what I want to do. <laughs> and then from the, and then from there, I jumped into uh, the acting on camera acting and did a bunch of movies and TV shows and stuff like that. So I forgot all about the studio experience and the booth and the mic, all and for 25 years. And then I finally came full circle back around in the booth for Overwatch, playing this amazing character, Baptiste. Oh, sounds so cool. Go ahead. Yeah. So was it? You think it was just making the video and the the whole atmosphere of being on video as opposed to audio that really said to you i'm gonna stay on camera now or was this a thought before before the music or you know what i'm saying or or you, you know what nothing nothing makes me more alive than to um than to be contributing to something artistic to saying okay you know, you never know where the journey will take you. Anyone who's been in the art form for a long time, you realize you may start off as a dancer, you may start off as a, uh, you know, a musician, but you never know where you're going to end up. So for me, um, you know, when I, when I was rapping, I didn't know I was going to be, you know, into acting. It just so happened that I was dating a girl who was an actress and she sort of, you know, um, led me to that path without even wanting to. So then I started acting. And then with the acting, I'm like, well, you know, acting is going good. It's great. And it's, you know, been going on for a long time. I'm, I'm almost on the verge of retirement, but that's another conversation. <laughs> and then, um, and then, yeah. And then this whole other universe that I never, that I never really explored that I, you sort of know it exists, but if you're not, if you're not in the universe, if you don't have a foot in it, you know, it exists, but you're not a part of it. Right. And and then, you know, um, and then came the time where they, you know, they asked me to audition for this, for this character. Of course, they never mentioned that it was Overwatch. We didn't, nobody knew what it was. So it was just a piece of paper with a few, you know, with a few lines. And my manager was like, hey, you want to, you know, do you want to do this? Again, something I, have, I had never done before. Yeah. So, you know, I did it and I sent it off and then, you know, boom, it worked. And it just goes to show you that you never know, you know, where you're going to end up. So then I end up right back in the booth where I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. And, uh, you know, the beautiful people at Blizzard, uh, you know, they gave me the confidence and they were like, no, you definitely have something that we, we feel we can exploit, you know? So it just goes back to the basics. You just go back to all your training, whether it's on camera or not, in the end, you are a character and you have to bring that character to life. And, uh, that's what I tried to do. That's that's great. Uh, you, you mentioned the good, the good people over at blizzard. Uh, give me a timeline when you recorded, uh, when you recorded Baptiste, was it before the game came out? So we're talking like two years before your character was introduced or did they get you on halfway? Like how, what, what is the timeline? When did you, let's just say, ask you, when did you record Baptiste? Okay. So, they announced the character, I believe it was sometime in March, mm-hmm. so about a year, about a year ago. Yeah. Right. So, um, the, the, the paperwork of the audition of the, of the code name came to my manager. I would say, I want to say like around maybe December. Okay. So three months prior. And then, um, you know, we, we, you know, we sent it off before Christmas and then, sometime in January where we totally forgot about what it was, you know, cause that's the best thing to do unless you want to drive yourself crazy. 
is to just forget about the stuff, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And then they kept calling us saying, hey, you know, you know, you've you've been selected in the top, you know, whatever, top 100 or whatever, top 50. Oh, okay. and, what, and we're like, man, we don't even know what this is about. So we're not even interested in this thing. Sure. We, we didn't know what it was. And um, so that, that went on for, you know, a couple of weeks. So now we're like probably end of January, something like that, like maybe beginning, you know. And this is January 2019, to, to be clear, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. And then, and then, yeah. So then finally, you know, when they, when they realized that we was about to mess up, uh, the good people at Blizzard, specifically Andrea Toyas, she, uh, she called my manager and said, Hey, listen, bro, I know you didn't know what it was before, but I'm letting you know it's Overwatch. <laughs> so I expect, I expect the both of you to fall in line. <laughs> That's great. Did you, mm-hmm. did you know what Overwatch was when they, they said it was Overwatch or did you have to do a little okay. research? Don't lie. <laughs> I, personally, I personally did not know. Okay. My right. manager knew. And uh, my little brother actually knew my little brother who, who who never, you know, when you have a little brother, you know, no matter how, how famous you are, they never want to give you the props. Yeah. And then when, when he heard that, you know, I was going to be the voice of this character on this game, he didn't believe it. He thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. He thought it was a practical joke, you know? And I think a lot of times, you know, people, you know, who, you know, cause when you, when you do a movie, it's great. We do a film that's great. But at the end of the day, you know, all we want as artists is to affect the people that we're trying to reach, trying to connect with them, trying to make them, to bring them joy and excitement, you know? And, and, and when I started realizing how, how the Overwatch family, you know, not only the actors themselves, the voice actors, but I mean, all the fans, it's like a huge community. And mm-hmm. once you start feeling that love, you're like, wow, this is, this is amazing. This is something that you don't really... I had never experienced that before, you know, where, you know, people were speculating online, even before my character, even before yeah. I was announced. Yeah. People were like, we seen a picture on his Twitter. He was in New York in at this studio and this studio records Overwatch. <laughs> so maybe yeah. he's the guy. And then people were calling my manager, flooding his inbox, you know, uh, and journalists and stuff were calling. And is it him? Is it not? Is it, is it true? And I'm like, I, I, this is insane. Like I've never, you know, and this we, is we, your we first game. After, yeah. It's crazy. It's just crazy. It's something it's, 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 it's such an amazing experience. I'm so blessed and grateful. I'm so happy that she called and set us straight because <laughs> we were about to walk right away from this thing. It's crazy. Um, this, I'm glad you mentioned the whole family thing, because one thing that I did notice, uh, about Overwatch outside of the whole, the fan community and how, I mean, that's just Blizzard in general, like their fans are just thirsty for everything. Um, I noticed with Overwatch, the actual actors, all the voice actors seem to be a family and, and, and I'm not, I'm, I can't say, I guess all of them, but mainly a lot of the the females you see them you know constantly uploading videos of all of the everywhere they're going all hanging out yep. together all loving each other and it's Absolutely. just it, it's unusual especially in in the whole voice acting world i mean it, it's a world where you and can johnny do your Cruz. job you said all the huh? females and johnny cruz <laughs> i have to and, go ahead and johnny cruz yeah, totally <laughs> I, wait what yeah no you, you always see the females together and johnny cruz like he's oh, always yeah, yeah. there with cruz. them you know yes yeah so so have you become part of this little this family which it's it's just so i, I like it it's just so odd because you don't see that in the voice world like <laughs> in, a, in a you sit there you do your line send them off 
Um, so how, how into this are you? Well, you know what the thing is? I mean, again, from, you know, 25 years of doing, you know, the, the, the on-camera acting and, 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 you know, TV shows and stuff, you know, actors, uh, I mean, don't tell anybody, but <laughs> actors are, I find actors, I mean, off the, if this was off the record, which it's not, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Actors in general, um, with the exception of a rare few, I find, you know, a little bit pompous, a little annoying, sure. a little like standoffish, and, you know, and, and that's fine, and that's your persona, and that's great. So I don't really go in expecting to meet amazing people who want to connect <laughs> with you and actually be your friends and actually give you real love. But when I met these people, and mm. I haven't met all of them yet, but um, the, the six or seven that I've met, and, you know, um, it's been amazing. So, yes, I, I am a part of it. You know, by the time I actually meet one of them, for example, I already like, for example, Johnny Cruz, I haven't met yet. But I know that the day we're going to meet, it's not like we're going to be like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm Ben. Oh, hey, I'm John. No, we just like, hey, what's up, baby? Yeah, it's there's like, going to be an embrace. Know yeah. Each other. yeah. So, <laughs> and, and you so get I, that. I remember, I remember the first time, you know, when I met when when, when I met Anjali and, and uh, you know, Carolina, uh, it's, it just felt like I already know these people. It's amazing. So, um, again, I'm looking forward to hanging out with them and Chloe. Uh, you know, at, uh, I don't even know if we're there yet, but I'm leading this interview. That's how we do up here. Yeah. This week, you know what I mean? We're going to be all the uh, Carolina and Anjali and Chloe and myself. You know, we're all going to be together in a few days. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's awesome. Brilliant. You had a, you had a follow-up if you want to ask it. Oh, no. I mean, that, I, I was just going to say that you can tell, like just watching as an outsider, <laughs> looking into all these videos that they post on just them doing simple stuff, hanging out at a at a restaurant or whatever yeah. it is. And you can just see and feel like Absolutely. this just and you know strange and family, even, even the ones even the ones that you might not see uh, doing doing uh, as many videos. So I'm talking about, uh, you know, maybe Theodore, there's, there's the, uh, you know, Keith Silverstein, you know, you might not see them doing as many videos and as many videos together, but when, when we all are together, it's crazy. So you might see, uh, you know, pictures and, and, and it's real. It's like, it's a family. I remember I was, I was out in LA for, um, uh, in Cali for, uh, for BlizzCon, which was yeah. a whole nother, a whole nother experience. Right. And, and I remember I, you know, I got a call for, um, an audition, uh, back in New York. It was like for Chicago PD or something like that, Chicago men or whatever. And, you know, I mean, I hadn't been you know, in LA for a while. So I'm like, man, where am I going to take? They're stressing me out. I got to do this thing and I got to catch this plane. And the, the overwatch, uh, you know, we have like this group chat and they're like, go here, go there. We got it. And it's like, man, I don't even have that kind of support at home. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. They're all, they're all on top of it. And it's all set. It's like, okay, Ben, it's two o'clock tomorrow. It's all done. And then I get there and then I'm like, hey, how much is going to cost? They're like, oh no, there's no charge. It's us. We, 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 we got you. We're your family. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, and that's so that you can't fake that kind of stuff. You know, sure. you know what it is when you have a team and the captains of the team, just like in any sport, once the captain set the tone, everybody else has to follow suit, right? Sure. So when I came into this this beautiful family, and listen, this is how they roll, so I got to roll with them, and I'm happy to do so. It's just uh, it's a lot more fun to be you know in love and harmony than it is people grandstanding and you know competing with each other. Because at the end of the day, we're not we are we on on during the game, 
we are all working as one. So why can't it be the same thing in real life, right? Absolutely. Well said. Well said. I mean, uh, I, I think we we actually talked about it before we started. Like, I mean, we're artists here. We are. Uh, like, and I, I actually throw myself into that too because we're we're creating an entertainment, uh, you know, for Absolutely. the people as well. So, uh, Absolutely. uh, but we, we also do, do a thing that we actually, you just learned about today is our Patreon. Uh, we actually, we put out the question, if anyone actually had a question for you and we put it out to all of our Patreons and we actually have a question, uh, from Adam Jones. Uh, and he, he asks, uh, what is the biggest obstacle to remaining confident or the biggest trick to becoming confident in voice work or in acting? Okay. You know what? I like that, Adam Jones. Um, he goes by Bo Cephas you know <laughs> for short. Bo Cephas is short for Adam. That you know what you know what the thing is. It's it's funny. You can be on a roll, right, where your confidence is high, and then just as easy as your your roll started, your roll can end. And then once your roll ends, your roll meaning your your momentum. Um, once that ends, cause you know, all good things come to an end, you have to sort of restart the whole, you know, you got to climb that mountain again. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're never really on top of the mountain. Sure. You're always climbing and then falling a bit and then climbing again. And, and, and that's okay. Cause that's part of the journey. So the trick for me to remain confident or to gain that confidence that I need is to just remind myself that, Hey, not only has, have other people traveled this road before, I myself have traveled this road before. So when I was, you know, um, in the booth and I was, you know, obviously I was nervous. It's the first time I was doing, yes, I was confident with the microphone. Um, but when it came to now, I had to pull all my experience. So all my theater training, all the rapping, all the acting on camera, all that had to, you know, I had to pull that into the voice. So a lot of times, you know, for example, in my case, I'm, I'm six, four, you know, um, if you didn't know, I'm a black man. So at the end of the day, you know, all of those things factor into your experience. When people experience you, they experience all of you. So the voice is only a part of it. But now when you, when you are in a booth, there is no color. There is no size. Mm-hmm. There is just you, your voice, and your ability to, to um, interpret what's being asked of you. That's why I said the good people at Blizzard, a.k.a. Andrea Toyas, because at the end of the day, she was my guide. It's like I was blind and she was guiding me. And that's what was required because you know what? Not having a ton of experience in that particular uh, field, in that particular realm, uh, I, I took it as an advantage as opposed to, you know, yes, I was nervous, but I took it as an advantage because then I said, okay, I don't have any bad habits because I don't even know what I'm doing. So all I have to do <laughs> is trust and follow and believe that they're taking me down the right path. Yes, I make my contributions, and of course, I'm still an artiste, so I still have ideas. And they wanted my input, and that was another amazing part of it. But in the end, you know, so particular on each letter, each word, each intonation, mm-hmm. you know, that sometimes when you're on camera, you know, you slide over, you slide over words, but you can't do that. You know, obviously, you guys know when you're doing a voice, you can't slide over any letter. Any, any, and, and the ideas that they want are very clear. So as an artiste, again, most important thing you want is for a director to know what they want. So, you know, once they know what they want, your job is to now execute it. So how do you remain confident? Is you just to keep, keep telling yourself that you're here for a reason, 
you are here because you are talented and you are part of this beautiful machine that is Overwatch and you can definitely add to their experience. And that's why you see all the different nationalities and, and flavors and colors and, and tones of voices, you know, and, and, and they're so specific that all you have to do is follow the guidelines that are put up in front of you and then put your, your own flavor in it. But definitely to remain confident to me is to just keep telling yourself, you know, yes, you might, you might hear 97 no's, but you're going to hear the 3% yes. Okay. And so you got to always remember that the yeses are coming, even though the no's, they're not saying no to you. It's just saying no to what you what you've presented or the 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 the, the sum total of whatever you bring. But it's not you. I remember when I was young, um, Luke Perry, uh, rest in peace. Yes. He mm-hmm. he 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 said something. When, and I didn't understand what he when he said it. Well, I didn't understand what he said. He said, no matter how many times they tell you no, it's not you. And I didn't know, I know what it means now, but I didn't know what, what he meant when he said that. Cause I was like, I don't know. I might've been like, who knows? I mean, what is this 25 years ago when he was on that show? <laughs> and, and he said that yeah, and I was like, wow. And as I got into the acting, I started realizing that, yeah, no matter what, even when they tell you, yes, it is a part of you, but it doesn't define you. So that's how you have to sort of be a little bit detached from whatever outcome that you're, that you're contributing to. Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. What a, so, so what? A, you, you, first of all, for for being your first game, like it's a hell of a game to be part of because this is the type of game that's. I mean, it, you've got in at the right time because this is one of those games. It's not going to die. Like you aren't going to have to worry about Overwatch two or three phasing out a character because this isn't the kind of game that it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're lucky to be you're going to be with overwatch forever you'll be with them forever you know um are you going to keep pursuing video games or are you going to keep pursuing or you know is this going to be your last one are you going to just whatever happens happens or you know are you going to be proactive on more video games um i am going to be proactive i i i I have been provided i've got Tons of offers you guys wouldn't even believe. Well, now, but definitely. now, <laughs> but now, the thing is, you sort of like you guys said it right. Once you're starting with, you know, uh, with Overwatch, you, you, you're starting with, you know, one of the most popular games. So now, it's not as though you want to necessarily. It's like it, it's back to the drawing board in the sense of to evaluate what you want to be a part of, regardless mm-hmm. of whether it's a voice gig or on camera gig. You're always evaluating. Do I want to be a part of this? Am I, is this bringing me joy? Is this bringing me a challenge? You know, what, what, what am I getting out of this? Why do I and want the to risks. do it? Yeah, absolutely. So there's always, that, that, that never changes for me. It's always, I got to find a reason to want to do it. You know, if you're not paying me, uh, you know, a ton, and, it, you know, if I'm not growing, if it's not the people I'm working with, if it's not the actual product, I, I have to find motivation in why I'm doing the thing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I will pursue, but I won't necessarily just do anything, especially starting where I'm at now. You know, you got a lot of people saying, oh, we have this new thing we're developing. We know we'd like you to come in. So it's tough. It's, it's kind of tough. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know what it feels like to be to be a beautiful uh, woman that's being courted by many men. But it, <laughs> it, this is what it feels like now. I'm like, wow, OK, where do I go? You know, which one? 
who do I say yes to and how do I evaluate that? You know, so that's that's where we're at right now. But we do get a lot of offers for sure. So I'll be I'll definitely be pursuing them. Awesome. How, how do you feel? How do you feel that? All right. So you you fell in love. You started in the booth. You fell in love with the camera. Right. So then you get back in the booth and you fall in love with the booth. Or did the camera fall in love with you? Oh, but okay, so, so where I'm going is that so now that you've entered into the, the realm of acting in video games, um, how do you feel knowing or not knowing that it's pretty much coming full circle um, and pretty soon, you know, all acting in video games is going to be a- acting like uh, who, who was it? Roger Clark. Uh, Roger Clark from uh, Red Dead Roger Redemption Clark, 2. Yeah. yeah. When when you're getting into these new games now, like these guys, he doesn't even, uh, he almost, I mean, he wasn't dissing the, the term <laughs> voice acting, but it almost like he, he, because they put so much into it now, like you're, you're wearing the, the suit with all the lights on it, the um, yeah. motion capture the suit. Yeah. You're doing all the, yeah. the facial mocap, all the acting, all the gestures, plus the voice work. I mean, this has come full circle now and, and you guys are, aren't even voice actors you are performers you're like honest actors it it goes back it goes back to you know the beginning you know i don't really make a difference between recording a song uh you know uh you know working on a film doing you know a voice gig to me if you're an artist you know you're you are called upon to to bring something to the table so as long as you can as long as you are excited about it and you want to do it, and they want you to do it, then it's a challenge, and and that's what you want as is the artistic challenge. You don't want to be stagnant, right? So mm-hmm. to me, I, I know that you know, for example, James Earl Jones. People might not, you know, I've uh, seen him, you know, doing a ton of, of of stuff on camera anymore, but you know, mm-hmm. huh, he's working. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, of so-called you know quote unquote actors, but in reality their career has has taken you know shifted and they do you know they incorporated the other angle you know there's some people that become spokespersons they do you mm-hmm. know even commercials back in the days were not seen as you know if you're a movie star why yeah. would you do a commercial meanwhile they're doing commercials in japan you know they're all they're doing commercials but they don't want it because it was you know there used to be a line between film and tv yeah. that line is blurred as well sure. like bruce willis was oh on, yeah bruce times willis have changed moonlighting you know, I'm like Bruce Willis. And then he became obviously what he became. Uh, he became a huge movie star. And so to me, you know, that line is slowly, all these lines are slowly, they're just blurred, man. Look at, look at Matthew McConaughey doing his Lincoln commercial. He, do, he doesn't care. He's like, <laughs> and, and he I'm, was I'm, the beef I'm, guy. And he was what guy? The spokesperson for beef for oh, a while. Really? He was doing beef. Like it's, oh yeah, that's right. Remember yeah. like right towards the end when beef and got milk were real popular. Okay. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, and and that's that, that's when it started. Like a lot of these actors, like Seth Rogen, and they're they're going into the voice work part of commercials, so they're not on camera, absolutely. but you hear them and you know it's them, but you're not sure it's them. Like absolutely. what's his name, Ving Rhames for Arby's. Oh yeah, we've got the meat. And then uh, what's what's his name from uh, the Wonder Years is doing Honda. Yeah, Fred Savage. Yeah. Fred Savage is doing Honda. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. you know, to me, I look at it and I say it's all technically, you know, if you really think about it back in the days and what was an actor had to be able to dance, sing. Oh, yeah, it, dude. All sorts of stuff, you know. So to me, it's just it's just adding more, more stuff to your tool belt that you that you can use. And you know what? 
I have to say, doing the voice work and you know, uh, you know, doing all those hours, and you know, some of them were very were strenuous. You know, it wasn't. I'm not gonna say it wasn't like physically strenuous, like I'm working in a factory, but it was strenuous in the sense that the precision that they work with was like, you know, it was a training for me. I'm like, wow, these people are dead serious. Yeah, like, yeah. this is serious. And so once that was done, I actually took that back with me to, you know, my next, uh, you know, on camera project where I started projecting my voice, you know, using right. it. Cause it's, so, it's sort of like something that you might use, but it's like a dormant, right? Because you're like, you have all these other stuff to, 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 you know, your, your, all your other senses are being, you know, manipulated, are being stimulated, actually. And then your voice is just one of them. But now you can say, okay, oh, for this, I want to bring out, for this line or for this scene, I want to make sure that my voice... So now I'm actually thinking of it as an instrument. As, oh, yeah. It's back, to, it's back to the theater training, back to the breath and how to project your voice. You know, you forget these things when you do the what I call the sexy TV acting. <laughs> you're just like really talking. You're not really projecting. Yep. You're not even moving. You're not even breathing. All you're doing is holding in your stomach to make sure everybody thinks you're sexy. And then you talk, <laughs> right? And that, that kills, your, <laughs> that kills yeah. your, your, your acting chops. And so yeah. this helped me to just get back into it. So I'm really happy about that. That's great. Uh, I have a, I, th this is the part of the interview where I try to get information from you. Are you ready for this? <laughs> and and if you can't uh, you know it is what it is uh right. recently blizzard has announced that they are doing an overwatch 2 mm -hmm. what can you tell us come on <laughs> give us something <laughs> you know what you know what they are they are so right when i was when that when we were at uh when i was well so blizzcon would have been in november mm -hmm. so uh of uh 2019 so i was there there was a lot of you know, Overwatch 2 stuff, mm -hmm. right? And so, but the beauty about it is that you see a bunch of stuff, but you don't know how it fits in. You don't know yeah. what it means. You don't know who's in. You don't know. So by not knowing, you know, you can torture, put me in a torture chamber, but I, I wouldn't even know what to tell you, you know? Maybe right. if I told you, if I took pictures of what I saw, then you could probably make more sense of it than I could. But mm. guess what? First thing they did when we got in there, no cameras. Nah. Yeah. So, you know, they were like, hey, this is our beautiful facility. You know, do you want a coffee? I'm like, yeah, I want a coffee. They're like, what kind of coffee do you like? Because we have Starbucks. Is that cool? I'm like, uh, yeah. No, we don't just have Starbucks coffee. We have a Starbucks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? At your so beck like, and call. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Sure. I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is my kind of place. Yeah. You know, they're like, would you, you know, over there, there's a, we have our bat, we can play, you know, we have a gym, we have a basketball court. You know, this is the this is ours. It's your world, like, bro. Oh man, it's so crazy. Cool. It, it, it's crazy. So no, you probably can't get any info out of me. All I know is that a lot of people are asking. I I don't have any information, none. Even okay. if I did, I wouldn't even know what I how I would transmit it to you because I wouldn't remember what it, what I saw. All but right. I did see a lot of stuff. I do have a. And you might be able to answer this one. Have you recorded anything? Here, here. No wait, Ty let him answer, Verlaine. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Um I mean yes. I I've recorded <laughs> stuff. Yes, I think I think I think that I think that's safe to say. Yes, I, I was, recorded yeah. stuff for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, 
See, now what I was going to say is that that kind of leads to my question, actually. Um, now, this is just a behind the scenes. This is no information, really, that you're going to be leaking. When when you record lines, um, as we mentioned before we went on the air, like, dude, we play Overwatch every single night. Um, so I get a feeling of how things work. And obviously, you're recording lines. You're always going to be recording lines, um, whether it's for the sequel game, whether it's for an event. You may not even know. I want to know. Are you fed just an entire script of lines that you record it once, wait a few months and get another? Or are they actually giving you the lines per event? Um, Either way, you're always going to be recording no matter what your answer is. So you won't be giving any information away. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's interesting. That, uh, I'm, I'm trying to you. So, for example, there's a lot of lines that I recorded in my initial recording sessions that I know are not have not been used yet but have some of them been used later than right away since that first recording are they still trickling out lines from that session i believe that they are but i i the only reason i say i believe that they are is because i can tell when people ask me to, to say for example say a certain line right so when i first started when i did my first con uh i would get you know certain lines i would always get like you know uh you know, thank you, Baptiste. Oh, you're welcome, right? I get that. <laughs> I love People that. love that one. They, they, they always love that one, right? And then there's other lines. For example, there was, there's a line that I thought was going to be, uh, you know, like a big seller because, uh, you know, you don't know how, how it's going to be placed, right? So in my mind, you know, my manager was like, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, I think this line is going to be hot. And then I never heard anybody ask me for that line. And then, <clears throat> and so I did a few cons and then, you know, I later on in my latest in the I guess the last one I would have done would have been I want to say probably would have been maybe pretty, oh, the one I think it would be the one uh, I don't know I forget which one Psych Anime or in Montreal so one, one of those and, and then people started asking me slowly about this new, this other line that I thought which was uh, I don't even know if you know this line it's a uh, hmm that was satisfying yes and then that was satisfying you know what? So, but but you see what I'm saying? So it's tough to say. And is it because they didn't they weren't playing? Uh, you know, Baptiste, and now they are. Yeah. It's just it's it's tough for me to know what is being used when. But I can tell you that there has been other recordings, and I can say that for sure because I've done I recorded so many lines. I'm sure, right? Uh, and there's even a lot of them that were done in uh, in Creole, yet there's only a couple that actually have come out. So I know for a fact that there's a lot of lines that I recorded in Creole that people haven't haven't heard yet. Mm, so cool. there's there's it's it's I'm sure that they you know place them when you know if it fits into the character, regardless of when you record a line, the character remains the character. Right. So as long as you say your line in character, it could be used of you know wherever they choose to use it. So I think that's the beauty of it. And that's to me, the enjoyment that I get is half of the enjoyment I get is when I, is when I actually go to a con, meet people that are so excited and want, and they keep talking about like, Oh my God, I love when you did this. Can you say that? <laughs> that to me uh, is, is the, is the other, is the bonus that no one can understand. It's not the same as, Oh, you were great in this film or you did a, an amazing part in this TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's, that's another type of enjoyment. This is, you're actually bringing, I don't know. I don't, it's like visceral. It's like another, it's like a live show, I guess. It would be like, I guess it'd be like theater when people like clap, right? And, they, and yeah. you're right there. Well, this is kind of like that, but you get it every time. You might have a lineup of 50 people and 
every person has a different experience of mm-hmm. what you brought to the table. So to me, that's that's the blessing in all this is is to be able to interact with the fans. So cool. You you talk about how there's um, everyone else has all these their favorite lines. Say this line. Do that line. Let me ask you this: What is your favorite line? Mm. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I like it. You know, you know, it's interesting. My favorite line. But the the my favorite type of lines that he's obviously he's he's very sarcastic, right? Yeah. So, and to be honest with you, I don't even remember all of the lines that I recorded. I'd I'd actually have to go back. Um, but there's a line about um, you know uh, um, that uh, think about the worst. How's it go again? Think think about the worst possible outcome. Now avoid that. You know it's very <laughs> very. I don't even know if, if that's a line that's in, no, that's in it, the game. It's, uh, it is. It's this it one. Is. Imagine the worst possible outcome. Now, avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> man, you guys are on point. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. That, 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 that whole, once, once I started tapping into the, because, you know, I recorded a bunch of lines, and then after, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe four or five sessions, they started bringing these lines in there, and then they started saying, you know, uh, you know, say thank you, say say thank you, Baptiste. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Baptiste. And then now, thank yourself. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're welcome. And then and then it's like, you know, oh, you know, you're welcome. And I'm like, what? What is that? They're like, yeah. And so once I started getting the tone of what you know, they, there's a few lines like that, like insurance policy and and all sorts of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Once I started getting that. That was fun. That's all, that's when we started having fun with this character. Cool. Well, that's um. I mentioned to you, Dave. Like um, yeah. Baptiste. Uh, Baptiste is like his story. He was a bad guy. Like even though he right. he's back to good guy, he had that kind of bad talon attitude, and and that's what I love about him. And those like I'm a I'm a big fan of the voice lines in that game. Um, skins and then voice lines, and I think voice lines are very important in that well, there, game. There's even so though many, I never use them. There's so many things we actually learn about the character when we oh. hear them to like interact with each other. Yes, and that's how you get that tone. Is because like my favorite line, I was hoping it was yours, was when you're when you say, um, uh, "My advice, don't die," or what, "Don't yeah, try not dying," or something like that. Um, yeah, those yeah, yeah, are the yeah, lines. That's the whole set. That's the whole set of the sarcasm right there. And. And that's that's when I started really digging into this character and having a lot of fun. And to me, it's interesting because you said this whole time we've been talking, we've been talking about Baptiste, but the Baptiste still slipped out. <laughs> did you see mm-hmm. the vid- Did you guys see? The, I don't know if you happen to see a video that I, I posted early on when the I first, one. Um, say again. S- say you know, is it uh, to, to pee or not to pee? That one. Hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> because. And you guys are on point. So there, so a lot of people were like, because, you know, they asked me, like, you know, Andrea was like, how would you say this? And I'm like, Baptiste. She's like, okay, so that's what it is. Cool. And then when I, and then, you know, when I, when, when people online started, started asking how to say it, then I, then I came home and my, and, and uh, I came uh, to Montreal for, for, for a few days. And my mom was like, man, she was, she was shaking her head. And I'm like, what did I do now? She's like, how could you say Baptiste? It should be Baptiste. And I said, well, hold on a second. We're going to get this straight. And then, I, and then I went back in my mind. I'm like, why did I say when she asked me, I could have said anything. But I, the first instinct when she said, how would you say this? And I said it. 
So why did I choose that? And I didn't know why, but I just did it. Like, you know, instinctively. Then when I went back and reverse engineered it, I said, all right, cool. It's very simple. In French, you would never say the P ever. Right. You just wouldn't. It's just not that, you know. But in English, yeah, people mm. sometimes omit the P, but they're only doing it as a homage to it being French. Right. So now when you yourself are someone who who speaks, who are speaking, for example, English, as me, I my heritage is French from Haiti, but I, I've only been, uh, you know, to English school. I've never been to French school. So I knew that what I was saying at some point was rooted in fact, because in the end, I'm like, all right, I'm an Anglophone. So whenever they ask me this thing, I'm portraying this character who's a Haitian character. But if he's communicating in French, he will say Baptiste. <laughs> but if he's communicating in English, he'd say Baptiste. That's how... That's how I viewed it. And then once I realized and people started watching it, they were like, okay, it makes sense. Besides, there's not many words in, um, in, um, in uh, English where, you, where there's a silent P. Right. No. So, well, you know. Overwatch does that, know. though. They did it with, uh, well, I, and, and even to this day, I say Bridget because that's what I see and that's what it is. But with Brigida... Uh, there was a huge how do you say it and to, and and it's never really official until Jeff says it out of his mouth and then everybody's like it's Brigida and then you say Bridget and then they start shitting all over you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, that was the thing, and you know what? I I, I love the fam, uh, you know the the, the fandom and 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 the, all the love, but at the same time, you have to make sure you're on point because they will tear your ass. Apart. Totally. Can I say yeah. I don't even know if I can say it. No, you can, said, you can say anything you no, want. No, it's a very worldly <laughs> game. I mean, and and it, you said it. And and that's that's it, it, that's what's great about it. Like when they take a character and they take this character from this country, like they are going to get somebody from that country that understands and has that actual heritage. I mean, even if they were born and raised in New York and never stepped foot in it, the fact that they have that knowledge just of course, it fits. As a matter of it fact, fits, especially in the fact, voice when world. They, when they sent me all, when they sent me all the Creole lines, I thought for sure I'm going to be like, I'm going to be destroying these lines because I'm going to be like telling them this is horrible. <laughs> sending me this, everything they sent me was on point. Awesome. Yeah, and, I bet they do their was, they do their work. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Actually, I had one director who's who's uh, who's not Haitian. Who's not, you know, of of, of any? Uh, he's 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 a, just a regular white dude, but he is. He was directing this particular session, and the you know the signature, you know the 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 alt, you know the uh, the ultimate. He's like you know mm -hmm. uh, you know yo right. And then I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> that one I knew you had a lot. I knew yeah. that one was locked and loaded. Yeah. Um, he. He, he actually gave me the right tone for what I was saying. So, for example, I don't remember how I said it. And then he said, I don't know what that means. And, I don't, and I'm not Haitian, but I'm pretty sure it's da -da -da -da! And I'm like, and then I did it the way he told me to do it. And I said, you know what, you're right. And I'm like, how did you know without knowing, you know, without speaking Creole? He said, because I know what, I know what, what the line was to be used for. So therefore I knew that you didn't, you didn't have the right, 
you didn't attack it the right like way. a hostile tone see that's that's weird because one thing about when, when you start getting into different languages and different na- nationalities is that there are things that are lost in translation humor and cadence and for mm-hmm. like i'm surprised that you even like i mean good for him for knowing this and that that's a good director to just understand that whatever it is you just didn't have that energy but really yep. that was risky for him to say especially to somebody who speaks creole because cadence is very very hard to get when from another language especially when it's in that language in and not second, like and not your first just that yeah. just that accent but but being the actual language um Absolutely. i mean kudos why, to him though that's why when he said it i analyzed what he said and then when i did, when i followed his direction i was like oh my god he's right mm-hmm. you see right. what i'm saying and 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 if and if i didn't agree because there were certain things not about the creole line about other lines where i'm like hmm well <laughs> mm, why mm, i don't know and they're like well give me give me your interpretation and then I would give it. And sometimes they'd say, okay, let's go with that. I like that. Let's right do on. that. So very collaborative, very collaborative. So technically I had carte blanche to say, you know, nah, bro, you're wrong. You're not Haitian. You don't know what you're talking sure. about. This is what it is. But if you're really, really dig down to it, you just want to get it right. And yeah. so it's not about ego. It's not about, you know, you know best. It's about, wait a minute, he's right. And that, and, and it was funny because that was, my first session, when most of my sessions were with were with Andrea, I mean ninety percent of them, and but he and this dude comes in. I don't know this dude from I don't I can't see him. I don't know him. He's you know he at this time I was in New York. He was in L.A. You know what I'm saying? We're on. It's yeah. like, I have every reason to not believe what he said, but he was bang on, mm. and I, I just to this day I'm just so impressed by that. And all the writers and you know and the directors that we worked with, they they were like. Again, the precision is, is, is admirable. Oh, and yeah. for me, you know, working with a lot of directors and a lot of different people, different personalities, the number one thing that we look for is for you to know what you want. Right now, you guys have your show. You call the shots. You are directing this. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm happy that, you know, to just to be a part of it and to follow along well, with you guys. Uh, let, let me ask you this, uh, as far, as far as kind of like, you know, you're talking about like following along, uh, obviously you're given a script, uh, you're, you know, however many pages it is, um, there on a given script you probably had like what, 500 lines. I'm, I'm just shooting a number out there. Um, okay. It, so this was, this okay. Was, this I, was I have a follow up after that. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you have a follow up as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, go ahead. Right. No, you, I'll okay. let you, let so, you talk first. So, so basically, my first day, first session, uh, they're like, "All right," and you know, there's like, there's like uh, on this on this particular page, it might be like forty lines, and they're like, "All right, uh, you know, so go ahead, give me the first line." So I'm like, "All right, cool." So there's like, I'm waiting, and then nothing happens. She goes, "Yeah, well, we're, we're ready for you." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm ready as well." So you guys are ready. I'm, I'm ready too, because in my mind, let's say my, let's say my line, let's say my line was, "I'm great." And then I was waiting for someone to say, how are you? Because mm. that's what, that, that, and I didn't get that. So you see, that's an example oh, ha, yeah. of, me, gotcha. of me not knowing how this was going to work, right? But in their mind, they're like, all right, so, you know, give me, give me an ABC read on, the, on line number one. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm waiting for someone to give me a lead in. But there's no lead in. <laughs> so if, if I have to be like, I'm not even getting a lead in to yeah. what's happening. So, so that's where 
you know, you, you have no choice but to, to, to trust the pilot because the pilot knows, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So that, that to me was, uh, was why it was so easy to follow along because technically I didn't have a choice. Hmm. I had to create all of that based on what they tell me. So when they're like, no, this is not the, the, the right, you know, we're not doing it right. Okay. Well, why? Okay. So now they explain to you what's happening and now you're like, ah, Okay. I get it now. Now I'm going to do it, you know? So yeah. yeah, man, it's like hundreds and hundreds of lines that just, uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, okay, so I'd say 40, there might be, there might be like two, 300 lines, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a session, you know? And then you're like, you know, you don't, if you don't get through all of them, you don't get through all of them. I remember one time I didn't get through them and I was like, man, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I'm going to get yeah. fired. I mean, cause, cause where I'm from, you know, in, in, on the other end of the spectrum, if you don't get through your lines, you, obviously that's not good. But in this situation, especially when you're building a character, you know, it might take you a while to, to find the right, you know, cadence, like you said, or the, you know, the yeah. right delivery and the, 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 you know, the tone. You know, Baptiste has a, has a very different tone, you know, that I, it's, it's, it's different to the point where my own mother doubted that it was me. Wow. When, when, I, when I played her the origin story. She was like, are you, are you sure that's you? <laughs> and I'm like, it, it, mom, really? That's great. And, you, you know, and it, it's also something, too, because it's very rare because, you know, it's, it's a Haitian guy, you know, who's speaking English with sort of an accent. But what is the accent? Right. It's like a, a Haitian accent. is kind of like a French accent. So yeah. it's kind of like, a you know, and every accent, by the way, is always a, it's, it's a moving entity. It's not something that is. Not everyone speaks exactly the same way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We hear that. We hear the 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 the, the generic accents in, in in bad films where actors just copy another actor they heard do the accent. Mm-hmm. But in reality, people speak all types of different ways. Oh, so yeah. all you have to do is be authentic to the words or the the letters and the vowels that that particular nationality of person would struggle with. So mm. a French person in English would struggle with the word, with the letter th they it's it's hard for a parisian person to say the yeah. so they end up saying z you know what i mean so you, you you have to know certain things but other than that man you know you have to sort of build it as you go along which was another amazing thing because they'd be like that's where we want you to be not too much it's not all about the accent it's just a part of who he is that's fair and that's another you know that's another uh you know, so when I'm speaking to you now, I'm like, boom, I'm boom, 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 boom. You know, we're freestyling, we're doing our thing. But Baptiste, you know, he has a little bit of a different twang to him, you know, than I do, which is also yeah. fun for me to play. The uh, My follow-up for that is, uh, as far as all those lines, those scripted lines, were there any lines that you actually recorded that weren't scripted that you kind of like on the top of your head was like, hey, this might be good. And you just said it and they loved it. And if there was, which line was it? Um, the, okay, so there there wasn't um there wasn't much of that and, okay. and that's because that's fair. you know normally for me when i'm on when i'm on a film or on a tv show trust me i am mr improv king <laughs> i i switch everything up but again when you're going back to the basics first thing first order of business is to make sure they're getting what they want but what i will tell you is a lot of the lines that you that 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 are that were written um I rounded out a lot of them. So sometimes, you know, there was no and, or there was no the, or it wasn't presented in the way that, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. 
there is there is a there is there was a little bit of finagling to it, but ultimately, um, you know, as as James Earl Jones said in his in if you listen to him talking about acting, technically I gave them what what they gave me. But yes, there are certain times where I rounded out the edges, added a couple of words or removed words mm. or changed the rhythm. Yes, because I, it had to be authentic to me for sure. But in terms of uh, outside of a few Creole lines, uh, they had, they didn't really, uh, um, those are the ones that sort of added a few things. Cause I realized that, okay, I, I see where they're going with this. So I can add a couple, you know, you, you have to use this one. If you're going down that road, if you're going down that road, well, you have to say this. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So definitely uh, I, I did that for a lot of the Creole lines. But generally speaking, very little of that, just, just finagling. God, I could talk to you all day long. <laughs> um, so wait, I have one more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how did you feel? And I'm only asking you this because this is your first video game. This just came to me. How did you feel when you had to do the, the lines of, you know, getting hit in the arm? Or you know walking what? I at a fast pace. You said that the, the exertions. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So you was this your first time with like, like dealing with this kind of stuff? First time. So all right. So the sessions are about. Good question. Uh, they're, they're about four hour sessions. Okay. So you know you do you you know you, you know you might do like an hour and a half and they might give you a little break and then you know might do another hour and a half and then you and then you end off. So you might you know get two breaks in a four hour session. So, you know, we're, we're on this particular session, you know, we're flying through, you know, we're zip, zip, zipping. And I'm like, and they're like, would you like to take a break? And I'm like, um, no, I'm good. They're like, you sure you don't want to take a break? I'm like, I'm good. They're like, we're going to do some exertions. They're like, we're going to do some exertions. I'm like, what's that? They're like, you know, just whatever, little sounds. I'm like, all right, let's, let's go for it. Yeah. Bro, we started doing the exertions. It's like, all this stuff and I'm like, okay, yeah break break time break time yeah i get it now, now i know why they were asking me if i hurt your for, voice yeah oh crazy crazy, crazy. Well, so yeah that was that was it, it's weird it was the hardest part of it for me the hardest part because again, I, I bet dude I mean, it's, 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 I think it would be easier to convey emotion through words than sounds out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Because what does it sound like when you're flying through the air? Like, you know, <laughs> well, that's, you know? I'm glad you, your... I'm actually glad you said that. Uh, we, we, we had uh, Yuri Lowenthal. He's the voice of the new Spider-Man game. Uh, uh -huh. and there, there were, uh, he had voice lines twice and one, one way he would voice it where he was, you know, staying standing still and another way he was voicing it while he was swinging through the air so he was exerting himself uh and the cool thing about that game is while like you can the his voice will start talking and he's not exerting himself but then as he's still talking he starts swinging through the air you could you could hear the voice actually change so it's oh, just wow. amazing yeah. that wow. that video games have come that far and you know you're just you're adding to it and i love it it's just it's amazing oh yeah definitely and then you know you know they're like okay so you know you you just got you know you've you've been flying in the air and now you're landing and then from there you're tumbling over here and i'm like man <laughs> wow but you know what it's the other part of acting it's imagination see yeah. you you sort of a lot of the stuff is dormant because you don't need it to play like you know to be on uh you know I don't want to pick on Chicago, but you know, whatever, Chicago, <laughs> Go for whatever, it. whatever. You, you, you're not, you don't need necessarily all of your tools to succeed. 
right? Okay. If you're like a, a, you know, if you're a handsome dude or you're a beautiful woman, you come in, you talk, people will like you, and you get jobs. Your imagination part doesn't get doesn't get pushed. But in this situation, I got like this. I, I might have had like probably fifty lines of whatever exertions, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, you better get your imagination going, bro, because <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what I'm doing. But you have to trust, believe, and then let your imagination go. See, Ugh. it's like forgetting. It's like putting, letting your guard down. You know, getting back to being like a child. You know how children are always good actors because they don't really, they don't have bad habits. They're like, am I? What am I doing? Am I scared? Am I really scared? Like a big bear is chasing me? Yeah. You're like, yes, like that. And they're like, okay, cool. And they got and it. Just do yeah. It. Yeah. You know, us, we have to sort of train. So a lot of theater training is removing people think a lot of training is like actual learning things but the learning most of the learning that you do is removing the obstacles to to get to the truth hmm. it's 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 allowing yourself to be uh you know more childlike more accepting of all the circumstances and all the environment and so once i had to do those I, that's what i did i went back in my mind into into like just, just listen to what's being asked of you. You're flying. You're, you're being, you're being punched. Now you're punching. Now you're laughing. Now you're drinking. Now, and don't judge it. You know. So those are the kind of exercises you do in theater school that you sort of, you know, or in an acting class. But you sort of forget along the way. That to me was like a master's class to get to to not forget. Yeah. Don't forget that part of it. You know. Yeah. So again, that's why it was so much fun for me. Okay. If somebody told me I'd be chased by a bear, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be scared. I'd be like, well, let's see. I wouldn't have been in the situation in the first place. Are there trees? Cause I'll just climb one. You're like, no, no. Hypothetically. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I, 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 I really wanted to talk to you about, about like movies and stuff. I guess I could talk. To, let, let's mention it real quick. Obviously you were in, you were in death race. I was a big, I actually really enjoyed death race. Uh, you were, you were, the the guy driving for or, or the the side passenger for Tyrese, right? Yep, yep. Uh, how was that experience? Because like, uh, obviously you see him on all the uh, um, Fast and Furious, the Fast and Furious movies, and that, and uh, you know, and then I want to ask you about Jason Statham too. But like, let, let's start with Tyrese. He seems like a really cool guy. <laughs> you know what, um, Tyrese? Um, well, first of all, me and him didn't get along. Oh really? I just put it out there. We okay. did not get along. Okay. Um, and and the reason, um, I don't really know the reason, but you know, a lot of times, uh, my method is, you know, if we're not supposed to get along on camera, and we're and we're not really hitting it yeah. off, it might make my job a lot easier. It so definitely look real. Technically, yeah, absolutely. So you know, one of the things, one of the conflicts we had is, if you remember the film, at one point, well. I'm sure you remember this part. He kicks me out of his truck, yeah. out of his car. Right, right. So, but prior to that, you know, he kicks me out of the car because he's, he, he's insinuating that I've given him some wrong advice or wrong direction or something. And then he punches me, right? And then he kicks me out of the car. Yeah. But one of the beefs that we had was that when he punched me, he didn't, he didn't think that my reaction was, like, I didn't make him look strong enough. Oh. So he punched me. But I was like, all right, you punched me, so but I'm still here. And he was like, yo, I don't like this dude. This dude's like, you know, he like he's like all cool and shit. You know what I mean? He's cool and shit. Like, why I punched you, man. Why don't you, you know? <laughs> and then and then <laughs> the director the director was like, you know, uh, Benz, um, 
I quite like what you were doing. Yes, yeah, yeah just, just you know, keep doing that. <laughs> and then, and then he'd be like, "Yo, I don't like this dude. This dude be cool and shit. He don't, he he ain't reacting properly. He's like too cool and shit." That's what he kept saying. Wow. And I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I just stayed in my character. So to me, um, you know, I say, I sort of once I realized that. I was sort of getting, you know, getting under his skin a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. So let's just play that, you know. Yeah. Um, and it was that wasn't the first time. That was the, I did a film very early in my career called Romeo Must Die. Sure. And Isaiah Washington, I remember I was I was fresh out of theater school, so in my mind, this is my only scene, and it better be good because it's all I got, right? Sure, sure. This is just one of this is like he probably had 50 scenes in that movie, so he didn't care, right? <laughs> so he was just going through the motions, and he was like, you know. He wanted me to sell my business on the pier. And he was like telling me what to do. And, but I didn't feel he was putting the energy f- towards it. So then I, I sort of, you know, gave him, I, I, I forced him to sort of, you know, give me some oomph, you know, cause I'm a big man, a lot bigger than him. So I was like, I'm not really moving until you make me move. And he wasn't expecting it. See, that's the beauty about acting. Also, when you have a partner, it's a push and pull, right? If you have a hostage and your hostage is cooperating, well, then that's not really a hostage. That's right. right? Yeah. Yep. So, so in this case, I was, you know, I was his, I was to be, you know, I was to follow what he wanted me to do, but I didn't want to do it without resistance. Hmm. So once I started resisting, he started getting excited, like, okay, oh, all right, that's how it's going to be. Okay, no, <laughs> let me take care of this guy. I'll take care of him. And that's when I realized, all right, so I got his attention now. And a lot of times, especially when you're, when you're, you know, when you're, um, you know, uh, starting in the game and you have like small roles, the the lead actors don't necessarily give you that respect. That's what I was telling you about, like, you know, the pompous, the this, I'm that, and you know, so I don't really care about all that. I'm here to do a job and I got to make sure that I do my job. So in that particular instance, I got his attention just by uh, putting, you know, putting up some resistance. Mm-hmm. And technically, I made his job a lot easier. And after the scene, he was very happy, shaking my hand. Yo, that was great, man. That was a lot of fun. Because sometimes, you know, people go through the motions, uh, but they don't notice that. When they, if, yeah. they, if they come across me, I'm going to make sure they work for it. So, yeah, cool. definitely. Cool, cool. Yeah, they um always afraid to lose their jobs, I guess, to people. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Tyrese start out in on MTV? I think he did. Oh, really? That's why he started and, out? I'm pretty and sure. That, that, I'm pretty sure he is, and that's what, probably why I've always thought, like, I've always thought that he would be like that. Like, he would fit <laughs> what you said. I'm not even trying to talk shit about him. Like, that's the, you know, those MTV people, man. Those MTV people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well... Uh, Ben's, we, we really appreciate your time. Like yes. you've given us so much and oh my God, it's is I, I, I'm so excited. Like I, I, we've, we've didn't, we've been doing really good, but inside I'm like a, an excited little child right now. But, uh, we always, uh, we always do a this or that at the end of the show. Uh, are you familiar with this or that? No, I'm not. Uh, it's just, when I, when I hear this or that, <laughs> I, I think of, uh, I think of, uh, the song, uh, you, you can get with this. Oh, and you can, can get, get with, with that. that. We kind of is, but uh, I'm just going to give you two different things, and you're just going to tell me this or that. It's simple as that. All right. You ready? All right. So it's uh, yeah. rapid fire. Here we go. Uh, eggs or pancakes? Oh, this. Well, eggs. eggs. Okay. You don't have to say that. You just tell me eggs or pancakes. Um, yeah. Sonic or Mario? Oh, Mario. Okay. Batman or Iron Man? Batman. Ooh, nice. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, since you were a rapper, this is where I went with it. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. or Tupac? 
B-I-G all day, baby. Nice, nice. Um, first video game you've ever played? Ever. <laughs> uh, first video game would probably be... I guess it'd be Pac-Man, I guess. Pac-Man, yeah. that was my first. All right, sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, si- since you're not a big gamer, let's do this one. Favorite movie ever? Favorite movie ever. And no fence sitting here. Be, <laughs> would have to be... You know what? It's not, a, it's not a movie that's ever on anybody's top list, but my favorite movie ever is a film called A Few Good Men. Oh, great. Good, great movie. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Jack, gotta love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can't handle the truth, baby. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Yeah, no, but you know, no, but you know, you know what was funny about this film, about that movie, why it's the simplicity of the conflict. Because the conflict was you told them that this guy shouldn't be touched. Yes. You transferred him off the base. Yes. But if everybody always follows your orders, why would he need to be transferred off the base? Mm. So it, it, it was like it was like it was a lie that he unraveled his own self, and that's Aaron Sorkin, of course, you know, brilliant. Oh yeah. But it, it's just the simple because now things that get so complicated. People try to be clever, trying to make. In the end, simple questioning, like you know, F. Lee Bailey style, when he was asking Mark Furman, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like it's simple. Did you do it or didn't you do it? Did you do it like this? You never did that. You know what I mean? That's what I saw in that film that 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 caught my attention of how Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise's character, uh, eventually cornered uh, uh, the great Jack Nicholson. Yeah, so, yeah. Cool, right. cool. That's a great answer. Okay, and and uh, to to wrap it all up, uh, it, let, let me talk to B- Baptiste for a second. Baptiste, yeah, uh, yep. for, for, for a second. Um, uh, there are millions of people out there that are playing your game right now. What what would you say to them if they were all sitting in front of you right now? Hmm. Putting hmm. you on the spot. <laughs> hmm. Well, the first thing I would say is make sure to feed it back to you. No, I don't know. I don't know what I would say. I would say keep playing, enjoy the game, and uh, and um, that's a good question. What would I say? Hmm. You got me. You that's okay. Finally stumped me. That's okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we're gonna see you on Friday, okay? At, yep. at Wizard World here in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple of days to think about that. All right. So, <laughs> so on Friday when I see and you, we're gonna record it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll record it and everything. Uh, and and you you'll give us our your best answer that you think that w- w- what Baptiste would say to all his fans. Absolutely fair. Yes. That that that's a really good question. So I'll be ready for you on Friday. Awesome. Uh, Ben's Antoine is our guest. Thank you so much. Uh, you are the voice of Baptiste. Obviously, if, the, if you haven't figured that out by listening to this, you'll never will. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't even say it enough. Thank you so much for joining us, Ben. Hey, yeah, man. It's been my pleasure. I really appreciate it. And you go keep do keep doing good work. Um, you know, it's it's always my pleasure to support uh, uh, projects and and podcasts. Uh, you know, at the grassroots level, not only to run up to the you know to the big boys. Sometimes you have to go in there and do the work. So I. I I appreciate it, and I and I wish you guys continued success. Thank you so Thank much, you Ben. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you in a little bit. How about that? <laughs> All right. Sounds good, baby. See you, Ben. Bye. All right.
Time to end the show. I mean, we, yeah, let's just wrap it up. I mean, I, real, real quick, uh, I did mention at the beginning of the show uh, that as far as rock, paper, scissors, I think I mentioned that. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, there was uh, something went haywire with all of the like equipment or something like that. Uh, at, yeah. at at one of the uh, at one of the esports for FIFA, and uh, because of oh, because of a server problem, excuse me, and they decided a winner with rock paper scissors. I don't. That's so stupid. That's dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Um, what well, like? But that's like ser- that's seriously like. It, not only would is that I don't even know how that would work because it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a team game. Yeah, I don't know. So you would need know. all the teams involved to be down with this. Then you would need their their um, managers. The, yeah, or the captain or whatever. Yeah, it, you would need the owners of the team to be down with this. Right. The league to be down with this to be like, oh, okay, yeah, well, we're supposed to have three hours of televised stuff. You guys want to just end it now off air when we're not even playing? Right. Then what? What about all the sponsors? You know what I'm saying? So, right. so they do that, but then you got to get into the <laughs> minds of the players that actually like the game. It like, look, the only way if I'm playing any game, if someone's like, Oh, look, servers down, this is a tournament for money. We can end it right now. Rock, paper, scissors. I'd be like, no, no, I'll reschedule the <laughs> no. fucking tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I, would I mean, come that. on, dude. Yeah. Like, look, that just shows how serious they're taking this crap. Yep. Like those FIFA players must not, no one involved in that sport or in that, just in that e-sport tournament gives a shit and yeah. this just seems said like. it to all of us they don't care then why don't you just do that every time why don't you just get these fifa teams together every year in a room rock paper scissors five minutes you're the winner done yeah uh, i don't know weird right rock paper scissors like it's stupid this is stupid um yeah I, I don't even know what what that's even all about uh the uh another thing i mentioned as far as the uh i think i did i mention the overwatch movie well i just did um, we didn't even tell what we're playing this week, but we'll mention that le- next week. Uh, Overwatch. the Overwatch movie, uh, now actually, or Overwatch, I keep saying, uh, I meant Uncharted. That's what I meant to say. Uh, um, yeah, Uncharted, uh, actually, uh, has a director finally after like what? I think there was five directors that are six directors that they've gone through already. Uh, and, and it's, it's confirmed that Ruben Flesher, he is the director of Venom, will be, uh, at the helm, if you will, of this video game adaptation of Uncharted, and uh, apparently joining the cast, we're not sure what he's going to play, but Antonio Banderas will be uh, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of cool. So I just wanted uh, to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Look, I never played the games, and I would be down to see oh. a movie, but it's just uh, I just be- like I just beat Uncharted two, by the way. Good. Congratulations. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't look, it doesn't matter now. I no. mean, this is to a point where even if it was any video game, this is, it'd be the same thing. After six directors, you have to look at what's going on. Like there, it, it's not like, all right, look, sometimes you can have a director and they get fired because they do something stupid or they quit right? because they don't like the script or whatever. But to have six directors all, gone whether they fired or quit like that's got to say something it's got to say something about the movie that they're making not working maybe whoever is really in charge won't let them make creative choices and if that's the problem six people who have left because of it it's saying something then they got to get this new guy which by the way 
I want to be a movie director. Why can't somebody just give me their property and be like, do something cool with this? Here's some money. (laughs) Because I guarantee you, why can't they give me millions of dollars? (laughs) I will be one of these dudes. I could, I could make these Avengers movies. Just like I'll, I'll be the guy who just pops out of nowhere. Hey, here's Verlaine. He's directing the new Avengers movie. What movie did he make? Oh, somebody (laughs) just decided to let him make a Spider-Man. Yeah, why not? Spider-Man movie. Oh, what's the movie he made before that? Oh, some stupid drama about two kissing women. (laughs) Yeah, like awesome. awesome. Sign me up put them in there yeah we'll, we'll um, be fine so, yeah i don't know i don't Ugh. um yeah who knows who knows weird but i'm looking forward either way i do i do like the the story of Un- uncharted so it'll be it'll be good it'll be good to see it um also uh, i wanted to mention uh, uh rest in peace actually uh to kazuhisha hazamoto how'd i do is that good was that good, hey, good enough uh, for me. Uh, he was the creator of the kunami code konami 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 uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, whatever. Uh, yeah, he died at 79. Uh, I think because he d- he forgot to put the this code in one day. I'm kidding. That's no, I think he that's in terrible. It ran Boo. Out. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, whatever. Um, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not I bad. I like it. I yeah. like it. I like that humor. That's good. Okay, good. We need more of that. We need more of that. <laughs> we need more of that. That's good. Uh, also, well, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk all right. About go it. ahead. The, go the ahead. Economy code. Yeah. Let's like, end. Let's end it on this. I, I think that's what we should do. <laughs> it, it's it's the most popular code ever. Um, yeah. Even people that don't play games know of it, and it's not even because they play games. It's because it's been in so many pop songs, rap songs, rock songs, like everywhere you go. Like, dude, I have. Oh my God, I wish it was with me. I have um, a toy for my kid. It's a little toy of obviously a a video game controller that I bought her. Uh, Actually, I bought it for my son. If you do the code into this thing, it lights up, makes all these things and says, you win. Oh, sweet. So, so this code is everywhere. I mean, almost, almost every Konami game you play, if you put the code in, it's going to do something. How cool. Um, I mean, even to this day. And now that this guy has passed away, you can bet your ass that there are going to be games that are going to be putting some really sweet like things with this code. You know, I mean, at least maybe the the next Contra game that comes out will be something ridiculous. Someone's going to do something. Um, it, it was great. It was, that yeah. was the day where those things existed, and they mm-hmm. don't exist anymore. Nah, Back in the bit. day, like you could get a game beat a game and then figure out secrets. Yeah. Now you get a game, beat a game and figure out how to glitch the game or, or, or how to break the game or in death stranding, uh, their crossover with half-life. You're going to get a crab hat in the new that PC is version. And that, that is the Kojima shit that I do not like. And it was, it's uh, look, it, 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 oh, I almost crazy. thought they were going to make it through this game without yeah. that because of the fact that the game is just so ass crazy. Well, no, no, crazy. but they, they they did the uh, the cosplay thing with Conan O'Brien, and you get like a uh, it, it's a it's an otter hat. Okay, so like, yeah, but it, that's my point. Like, they they, they take something which <laughs> I thought was going to stay stupid. serious and kind of yeah. that was just weird. It's silly. And then they, uh, like yeah. usual, throw in this goofy shit. Like, dude. Yep. <laughs> Way to take me out of the element. That's yeah, why I stopped does. playing. Uh, what's the the Dead Rising? Is that oh, the yeah, zombie yeah. mall game? Yep, yep. Like the first one was sweet, and then they just went stupid, dude. Yep. They went stupid. Resident Evil does it. Metal Gear Solid started doing it. Like it's just, yeah. 
whatever. I hear you. Whatever. I hear you guys do. Put you. your big Lego heads on and shoot some guys. I don't <laughs> Let's, care. It's fine. Then you blow up into pieces. pieces. Uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, before we let everyone go, please look tomorrow. Uh, Mike is posting his retro reboot. Of course, He's, he does that every week. This week, I wanted to make sure I mentioned it, uh, is going to be Disney's Quack Shot for the Sega Genesis. So please mm. look for that. That's a fun game. I remember I was actually playing that. I so. haven't played that yet. Uh, I think I you, have don't, don't we have it? Yeah, we have, we have a Yeah, you should play it. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, also, also, uh, I will be posting this week uh, the uh, Game Fix Passcast. If you're not familiar with what that is, uh, it's, it is for Patreon ears only. Uh, and uh, if, if you are Patreon, thank you first. Uh, if you aren't, please go check it out. Uh, we'd love your support. Uh, and this is what you get for it. Uh, if you, uh, if, if you become a patron, you get to hear a, a, a show that you've probably never heard before because we recorded it. It was our, I think, I think we're at what show number six that we've six ever or recorded. Seven, yeah. yeah. Because we, we switched how we did our show. Uh, but, uh, we, but we found them because we were, they were lost for a while. And we found them and we were making sure you guys get a chance uh, to listen to it. So please look for that. Please look for that. Oh, I got to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. I think I said thank you a million times to him, but thank you again uh, to Ben's Antoine. He is the voice of Baptiste in Overwatch, uh, as well as a lot of different um, acting gigs that he's ever done. So please go go check him out. He is awesome. Uh, man, we he, we had him on for over an hour. <laughs> oh, hey, and so yeah, cool. and page patrons, oh, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get a uh, some behind the scenes from that because we talked to him for what like 15, 20 minutes yeah, before yeah. we even went on air. So I mean, if you're interested in in you know, and he actually stuff. he actually gives the patrons uh, a, a little shout out. So yeah, totally. that, those are for you guys. So we're not gonna say it on here. You gotta go there and check it out yourself. Uh, and if yeah, you, that was great. Yeah, dude, all that information you'll find on our website, gamefixshow.com. There's a bunch of other uh, um, a bunch of other uh, articles actually written on gamefix.com, gamefixshow.com. I got to say it right. Uh, as, as well as, um, you know, GDC being canceled. That's crazy because of the virus. I don't think we really need to say much about that because that's really all it is. Uh, and also, please check out. There's another article that Mike posts. It's a chance to stay in a Nintendo Switch suite coming in March. How about that? It's all about Nintendo. It's weird. It's probably going to be weird, right? Like an Atari hotel. Yeah. Um, should we mention the free games real quick? Okay. Ah uh, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. All right, real quick, real quick. Uh, so the free games th th this month for uh, Xbox Live uh, is uh, the, the first one is Batman, uh, the Enemy Within. It's a t it's a Telltale. If you're uh, into that, yeah. uh, the other one, uh, Castlevania Lord of Shadow Two, Lords of Shadow Two. Uh, that's a 360 there. Uh, it also, the next the next one for Xbox One is Shantae, Half Genie Hero. I've never played any Shantae games, so I, this I is have my chance. To. Okay, this is my chance to actually see what it's all about. Uh, and then uh, the other one for the 360 is Sonic Generations. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Nice. That's uh, kind of newish. Yeah, kind of newish. Uh, and then for PlayStation Plus, if you are a PlayStation Plus member for March, free games uh, are uh, Shadow of Colossus. I've never gotten a chance to play that. I'm actually really? pretty excited. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. want to play that. Uh, and also, and you're getting a double shot of some Sonic, Sonic Forces uh, out for PlayStation. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Sonic up the fucking ass. Yep. Dude. A lot of Sonic. A lot of Sonic. Oh, so, uh, need I? Let me, let me. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to pr go predict. Ahead. Yeah. New Sega console by 2022. Ooh. 
Ooh, yeah, because the movie. Uh, I come. I, I can. I'm on. Uh, they're I'm on they're board. they're back on their feet. And I'm if anyone, it, dude, look, it, here's me being Sega, and I'm looking over my shoulder and like, Atar- wait, Atari, ColecoVit, man, start it. Hit the button. Boop. New console <laughs> on the way. They could do it. They can't let these jabronis come out with something. Come on, jabronis. Oh man, yeah. That I mean, why not, right? I mean, it's 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 better. Sega. It, it, I think that tone makes it even much more, much better. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you so much again, uh, uh, Ben's Antoine for joining us on the show. Uh, if, and if you watched it live, that's awesome. If you want to hear uh, the show again, you could download the audio version. Uh, you ser- just, all you need to search any, really anywhere you download podcasts, just for, search for game fix show uh, and you will find it. So please thank you and uh, subscribe. That would be great. And download every show, listen to it till your heart's content. Or explodes. So, yes. Uh, next week uh, we have um, hopefully uh, s- some some new uh, some new interviews from Wizard World. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Maybe some new stuff from Ben's too. Eh, we'll see. Um, and uh, and I know for a fact that we have a um, uh, Brucey B review coming up next week, uh, and he is doing the Invisible Man. So. The Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah, it's a new horror flick that's out right now. Yeah, it's a. Wait, re- they it's made a, a movie of the it's Invisible a, Man to go into the Universal Monsters uh, universe. I don't know. I'm all out of cash. I don't know. I'm all out of cash. But but he he's got that for you uh, next week. But you're all. But if you're a Patreon, you're actually going to hear that before we air it. So there you go. Another thing, we just keep throwing stuff out to you guys. This is what we do. So. All right, uh, Verlaine, good show. That was fun. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Sunday, uh, Toy Palooza yes. in Pittsburgh. We will be there. Patrons get free stuff. Yep. 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 See, it's another thing. Dude, we can't stop mentioning. We Patreon. said we were going to hit yeah. it hard this year. We this are is doing the, it. the year to be a, a patron. Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, with but uh, nothing further at this point. So we'll, we'll let you know what's going on, what's coming up as far as Game Fix goes. Uh, but Brucey B, you got one thing left to do, so take us out. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Peace. See ya. I love you. Adios, turd nuggets. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dino Tripodis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.